We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Support for this podcast comes from Wild Turkey Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. Let's tune in to their one-on-one with Jamal, a real bartender from Old Fourth Ward in Atlanta. I really get into the backstory of whatever I'm pouring. Out of respect, there are literally years of experience behind these bottles. Wild Turkey, same recipe since 1942. If you want a true classic, this is what you want to order. Wild Turkey. Wild Turkey Distilling Company, Lawrenceburg, Kentucky. Copyright 2020, Campari, American, New York, New York. Never compromise, drink responsibly. I'm going to take cholera off, so now I have a full Roma stack. <laughs> You're so... The Roma stack, man. I didn't know I didn't know how badly I was setting you up when we were going through the Roma. Seriously, I, 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 was just, I was trapping you. I walked right into it. This is the Fantasy Soccer Podcast, brought to you by Rotowire, your premier source for fantasy sports. For player news, rankings, projections, and the best fantasy soccer stats around, please visit rotowire.com slash soccer. And now, here are Andrew Laird and Tom Devine. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast, brought to you by PlayUp. My name is Andrew Laird, Senior Soccer Editor of Rotowire.com. Joined today by Tom Devine to talk about Wednesday's Champions League slate. Tom, thanks for coming back on. My pleasure, Andrew. Happy uh, Thanksgiving week to you. Yeah, right back at you. Where do you rank Thanksgiving on the uh, list of holidays? Um, I think the food's pretty overrated, personally. Wow. Wow. I had a dis- that, conversation a today. Take? It might be a hot take. I had a discussion hmm. today that turkey's really overrated and possibly possibly the worst mm. part of the Thanksgiving meal, but I'm not sure that's really even a hot take. Like I think if most people thought about it, they would agree. Yeah. I think, I think there's probably better ways to do Turkey and, and some families do that. And then if your family's not one of those, then you probably don't really <laughs> get that excited about it. My family does a Chipotle Turkey and then my cousin smokes ribs and that's mm. really the key to Thanksgiving. It's not where I, I thought you were going with my cousin smokes. Oh yeah. But... <laughs> That'll be another Thanksgiving tradition we yeah, can discuss at a later just time. So much, so much drama. That's right. All right, we've got six-game Champions League slate tomorrow, uh, similar to the one we had today. Did you have any feedback on today, or would you like to just forget about it completely? <laughs> uh, I guess, I guess you know, I didn't play Ronaldo. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, half my team came off before seventy. Marcelo came off at fifty-eight after yeah. I moved mountains to take him but in the end i wasn't really that close to taking ronaldo which uh in hindsight i guess was pretty bad because most people had him and and he uh destroyed Applewell. but um i'm okay with my decision i you know partially because i'm stubborn but um what made you fade him 
it's not even it's not a necessarily a, a play or fade thing for me. You know, I I liked I liked Man City and I liked Napoli better. Mm-hmm. And um, if I paid for Ronaldo, I didn't really like what happened to my team. But yep. KD, KDB was terrible and came off early, and um, that was you know essentially the difference. They were about two thousand apart, but yeah. Uh, not a lot of people were going to force in both of them. Um, well, if it makes you feel any better, the yellow card that KDB got meant he's suspended for the the next match, so you don't even have to worry about it next time. That actually is is great news. Yeah. I guess they're they're I mean, their game doesn't matter anyway, so no. who knows what they're going to be rolling out? Yeah, you're going to be all over um, Yaya Torre. But I, you know, I, I in hindsight, um, you know, I, you can't predict subs, and I am I am definitely bad at predicting subs but but it is something to keep in mind with these games that um, don't necessarily matter as much to these teams uh the still though for napoli and in, insigne coming off early was a bit surprising because um because he was they, the only one doing anything well they needed to win that game and they were i think they were up one nil when when he went off mm-hmm. uh, and then mertens of course ended up destroying me anyways but it was, it was just you know i guess you know I should have been kind of prepared for Marcelo to come off early because, you know, he hasn't been fit. Um, and they were, you know, they didn't, they weren't going to win that game with whether they had him or not. Right. Um, Ronnie Lopez, I had come off early. Uh, that's not really altogether shocking, but I thought that, that he would play, um, since Lamar wasn't available. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. Some of it's luck and some of it, you, you kind of question, um, in terms of KDB versus Ronaldo, I'm not going to beat myself up too much for that. You know, I, Real was not projected to score six goals in that match. They just did, and that's always a risk. Mm-hmm. Um, they were still away, and he's a goal-dependent striker, albeit the best goal-dependent striker because he shoots and is a uh, egomaniac. But, um, <laughs> yeah didn't go that well right. at least that you know the, the good part is i'm still in drop zone because that's nearly impossible to fall out of <laughs> congratulations on that thank you congratulations hold All on right. hold on no i said i'm holding on oh, go oh. Ahead. uh let's jump into wednesday uh, we've got psg again as a humongous favorite and we have a question from the audience what would it take for you to play Edinson Cavani in cash? Um, I don't think it's a. I don't think it's a bad play. I. I don't know that I would do it. I don't know. Like I don't know. Like what it would take. I guess it would be, not playing Messi or, um. Or maybe. Taking, I guess you're taking Cavani over some Bayern pieces. Yep. Um, I think that's a tough trade-off for me personally. Uh, I don't think it's necessarily a bad play. And and you know, the day after getting smoked by Ronaldo, I'm sure Cavani will will do me in as well. But um, did you just put Cavani in Ronaldo's range? I no more more than the terms of i'm probably not going to take them because they are goal dependent okay. elite strikers and i tend to lose to those guys because <laughs> i don't play them i like i like a more balanced team okay usually. um but yeah i think Cavani's fine tomorrow and i think you can probably fit him in be- because i think it i think it, it is reasonable to take him over Messi tomorrow would you take him over neymar no okay just checking just checking where we were on that uh, so you'd be comfortable with a Neymar Cavani combination, which would basically take you out of Messi, Lewandowski, and Lukaku, I guess. Yeah. Okay. Sure. I mean, I PSG know. are gigantic favorites. It's I mean they're the biggest favorite on the slate, home against Celtic. So it's not crazy to have those two. No, and then you know Mbappe's in the conversation as well. Yep. Di Maria could start. I think he started this, this past weekend, though, so I but doubt th- it. But this is a this is a match where um, they're going through the motions, and they're you know big guys could come off early. They don't 
seem to take Neymar off early. He's sort of a Ronaldo and yeah. that he's chasing down like all-time records and probably has something in his contract where he doesn't come off unless he says he wants to come off. All right. <laughs> um, seriously, I wonder if they do that. Like they just don't publicize that. But like it's crazy how he and Ronaldo like play ninety almost every single game. I do know that Cavani has it uh, in his contract that he gets Penalties. an extra million euros if he wins the Golden Boot which is okay. why the penalties were so important. Right. And apparently right. PSG was willing to negotiate some sort of amendment to his contract to pay him to give up the penalties. <laughs> so they were like, your, your odds of winning the golden boot in Ligue 1 are like 98%, but we just signed Neymar, so it's probably like 70 now anyways. Right. So, so we'll, like, pay you, we'll pay you like 650,000 euros to negotiate out the million. Exactly, exactly. And you have to give up the penalties. Would you take it? Sure. Yeah, I would take that. It seems like a easy. What if you get hurt? Yeah, there you go. I think. Well, they they may have factored that into. I don't know. I I, I don't know how good uh, Cavani's agent is. Well, the way I looked at it was, we'll give you a million euros to win the Golden Boot, or six hundred and fifty thousand to not win it. Right. Right. <laughs> right. Um. It pretty much ends there, though, with PSG, right? I mean, you're not going... I mean, Draxler, I guess, could start in the midfield, but it seems like that's just taking up space and where you could have other guys. Am I yeah. underrating or overrating my opinion on Draxler? I, I, I like Draxler as a player. I think he gets lost in PSG. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that price is exceptionally fair. Um, it wouldn't be out of the question for him to steal corners on that side. Um, or on the other side, for that matter. Um, but he he hasn't really done a whole lot, and so I think in that sense, in a match where they are the most heavily favored team, mm-hmm. like he's a very good GPP play if you um, you know want to if you don't take Neymar and Cavani or and Mbappe or whatever. He's I think he's a decent piece. Okay. Um, I mean, you're skipping over Alves and Kurzawa? Uh, just moving, haven't moved back there yet. Oh, okay. I thought you said you were, you were done with Neymar and Cavani on all of PSG. Oh, no, no, no. Uh, yeah, Danny Alves is the most expensive defender. Kurzawa is the second. That's not, that's not true, is it? Isn't Kimmich? I'm sorry, Kimmich, yes. Yes, I'm sorry. Kimmich and then Danny Alves and Kurzawa. Okay. Um Got to fact check you now. Sorry, heck? no, you're absolutely right. Um, you asked me before the podcast if I thought Kurzawa would, would score 40 points again, and I took the under. Um, <laughs> it's a good bet. Would you also take the under? I'll take the under on okay. 40. Okay. I, he, he destroyed me last time. I like I, I think I told you one of the one of the guys I played head to head had him. Yeah, and he was like six percent owned. Yeah. Oh yeah, we did we did talk about this so. I'm not paying 6200 for him. Okay. But if I'm facing him, that's not going to be much fun, probably. <laughs> it's going to be bad when he scores like 38 points. And we're like, well, we were right. but <laughs> Yeah, clearly he wasn't scoring 40. Right. right. Uh, and Danny Alves at 66. Is that less egregious or more egregious than Kurzawa at 62? I would take Alves at 66 before Kurzawa at 62. Okay. But... Mm-hmm. All right. I don't know. I haven't. I haven't. I haven't really made all my teams yet, so I don't know if I would even be considering a defender in that range or not. Mm-hmm. If it's not Kimmich. Uh, but well, let's move on to the Bayern game so we can talk about Kimmich. We'll go back to front now. What about Lee Griffiths? Uh, this is the game that Jordan loves that I play that I actually think of players that are outside the very, very chalky, obvious plays. You're right. You're right. What do you think of Lee Griffiths? I think he's cheap. He is. And he's I don't more think expensive don't... than Scott Sinclair. Yeah. But he's not going to be on corners. Scott Sinclair. Most likely um, not. What's just funny is, is he's he's been he's been quiet. But he's also been playing against, you know, PSG and Bayern. I just don't know that PSG is going to be quite as locked down in this match since they have all but clinched the group and they're probably just, you know, trying to put on a show. 
Um, or that I just think they might be a little bit softer defensively. So, I don't know. Mm. 4,700 for him. You know, he takes penalties, takes corners, and he likes to shoot. You know, if they have any of the ball, he's going to score. This is all GPP talk. Yeah. But, um, just I don't think he'll have enough of the ball to pay off cash, per se. I think that's, I agree with that point. All right. Now we can move on. Yeah. Okay. Bayern. Joshua Kimmich, 7,600. You playing him? Uh, possibly. I, I, I mean, I like him. Um, I think the problem that I have with Bayern is that he's the only one I really trust. Like Lewandowski, I think, is a great choice also, but he offers a lot, like a different setup. But like Robin... Who you know? It all depends on this lineup. Like, we could see Robin, Tiago, and Hamas all start, and then they all kind of start chipping away at Kimmich, or Kimmich takes them all, and those guys just get out of the way. Like, yeah, I don't know what to think of this Bayern team, and like, is it weird that Lewandowski actually might be the safest one of all of them? Right, because because most of them are designed to feed him. Just feed him, right? Um, yeah, I mean that's I guess that's a, the tough part with Kimmich is you're you're kind of um, you're not getting any benefit to the risk that you're taking. It, you're you're essentially paying for him at peak performance, and he hasn't been at peak performance mm-hmm. quite as much in Bundesliga. Though uh, Anderlecht are, are much worse than I would think most Bundesliga teams. Mm-hmm. Um, but if he, if he you know. If he does cede some corners to Robin or James, or I guess that's probably the only real risks. But if he does, then you know he's not worth seventy six hundred. He might be worth six thousand. Um, and then it's going to be tough to make that up elsewhere in Champions League when there's so many goals. Right. Um, but you know he also he, he he shoots a or at least he seems like he shoots more. Or he scores more in Champions League or in these matches where he is a significant favorite, like against you know all the teams in in uh, World Cup qualifying and UEFA and stuff mm-hmm. like that. When he's significantly favored, he tends to pay off. And uh, you know if you had numbers on that, you could probably see that that was either true or just. My it's true. Men- mental narrative. I mean, I'm just not sure how much of it is that he, you know, I think they're all, all the lineups were probably different, which is the problem with Bayern that it's like he had these huge games, but oh yeah, Hamas wasn't playing. He was like Ribery who doesn't always take a lot of corners or, you know, they played Tolizo and Rudy next to each other, Ruddy. And so it's like, I'm not sure what to make of any of the Bayern team until we see the lineup, which is yeah. frustrating for a podcast that's done well before the lineups come out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, it's just something you have to kind of adjust to anyways, but um, I, I, I do think that um, the psychological side of it is these Bayern guys outside of Kimmich have burned people in Champions League recently. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, Robin took a zero. Yeah. Um, you know, I think Komen's been okay. Lewandowski hasn't been great, so I don't. I think they'll probably be slightly less owned because of that, and people will feel more comfortable with PSG, which you know it does suppress some ownership, and they still have almost as good odds to to score, mm-hmm. you know, four ish goals. Um, who would you take of that midfield? Um, I kind of always like Hamas. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have soft spot for Tiago, but I don't think he's going to start. So I think I, I just don't love playing Robin. I just feel like every time I play him, I'm like forced into playing him. I never have him, and I'm like, yeah, I'm expecting like a big game from Robin. And I didn't even play him in that zero game. <laughs> oh man, yeah, like that's <laughs> somehow I have all you of those really feelings. Hate, you could really hate him then, right? Yeah, only, exactly. If only we could go back to that week and. Make sure I play him so yeah. I can hate him. Yeah, but I think Hamas feels like the one I'd be the most comfortable with, but I would still probably play Kimmich over him. What about Coleman? Um, 
I mean, the price is nice. It's I feel like you're you would pay. What is he sixty seven hundred like for anyone there? But like I'm just not expecting like a whole lot out of him. Like his floor is not really that high, and so now you're playing the guy on a heavily favored team narrative. Not narrative, but that's the that's where you're playing, and he's a guy who may not really do that much, even though they win for nothing. That's how I feel about him. Yeah. He's pretty good, though. Yeah, he is. He is. He likes to cross from open play. Obviously, he's not crossing from set pieces anyway, so it right. doesn't matter. Um, yeah. He, he did He did score last match. Yep. He's well, very fast. He's He, when was that? The last match was like last, in his like Sorry, last, last Champions League yeah. match, but that was the last one he started, I think. Right. That's the last time he played, so I'm not sure. No, no, he started against Dorman. He didn't do a whole lot there, but... Right. Uh, I don't know. I, I generally come in a lot, and he's the cheapest of them, so he if is. that's the range that I end up in, then I would be very happy to take him. Okay. All right. Uh, anybody from Anderlecht that you like? Um, you always like trouble, but... Yeah, he may not play. Or did he get hurt? He. Would you play him anyway? I don't know. <laughs> he's he's come through like every match. I haven't taken him every match, but mm-hmm. for his price, let's see. He's had seven, ten, and ten points in the past three, and they've been like significant underdogs against PSG both times. I mean, yeah. they've lost. They've lost every match. By at least three goals. Yeah, they get killed. But he still produces. And he's cheap. And he could take set pieces. And he gets tackled. So yeah, I would take it. Yeah, you're sold. But I don't know if he's going to play. Right. Right. All right. So, Anybody else? If he doesn't play? Well, then you, you at least look at Hani. Yeah. Particularly if he's playing wide. But I don't know. I, 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 I doubt you end up there but you gotta at least have that in your repertoire unless i come across some cheap guy that uh you're gonna tell me about that you don't really know anything about coming up (laughs) it's a nice segue to the sporting olympiacos game yeah yeah um olympiacos not expected to do a whole lot um sporting are the third biggest favorites on the slate um so they are dealing with a number of injuries or suspensions. And so, yeah, this guy, Daniel Potence, is apparently supposed to start. He's a forward. He's a midfielder on DraftKings, and he's 3200 bucks. Can't lose. And where do you have him playing? You think he's playing, like, next to Dost? Or? Either next to him or right behind him. Okay. Like, he's not really a winger. Right. What do you know about this guy? You just heard everything I know about this guy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right. I know that he's taken, I believe it's, uh, yeah, four shots in his last 90 minutes and drew four fouls. That's it. You you have an extensive sample size. This is good. Mm-hmm. It was actually 90 minutes. That was in two this games. That's good stuff. That was two games, though. <laughs> oh, even better. <laughs> even, yeah. even better. So there's, so there's no chance he goes 90 minutes. And... Uh, it seems like a long shot that he goes 90 minutes. Right. Hey, 3200 3200 certainly worth looking into. Right. Because uh, they're so heavily favored. He's less than half of Komen and you're definitely playing Komen. Definitely looking at Komen, but does he cross? Does Daniel Podens cross? Um no, he's a shooter. He's a shooter. Oh, okay, got it. I'm going to have to make a note of that as well. <laughs> uh, yeah, I uh would you pay $3,200 for two points? I've done it, I've done it before. I may have done it today. <laughs> I mean, would you pay for Robin for zero? Right. This is, wow, this is really this is a good podcast. Um, so Jelson Martins, I typically like quite a bit. He has been a little bit slow this season. He's been very slow in uh, Champions League and, and not great uh, in Portugal. Um, but he's down to 6,600. He was like he was like kind of up in the Promes range before, I believe. Yeah. Um, 
and this is the most favorable match of Champions League for him this season. Um, so I think he's going to be very, very low owned and uh, somebody should take a long look at. Um, Bruno Fernandez is good. Uh, Dose is cheap for a guy that can score two or three goals. Mm-hmm. Um, Daniel Potence do a whole lot if he doesn't. Everybody's talking about Daniel Potence. That's right. Uh, I like Contra or Contra. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Sporting Sporting's a good option. Do you believe that Olympiacos puts up a fight? Yeah, I don't think Sporting's that great. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I mean, Olympi- this is Olympiacos. This is about as favorable as it gets for them, too. And so they're going to be underpriced for how competitive they should be in this match. Um, I've talked about Kutris, I think, every time I've been on here. And uh, he hasn't really let me down yet. Um, Fortunus at 4,900 is cheap. Mm-hmm. He doesn't really play 90 for club or country, but <laughs> he's been um, playing on like a false nine too, right? That's what they. Yeah, have. no, he's been scoring too. Yeah. Um. No, I like. Yeah, I like him here. Uh, Seba is not the worst play in the world, but it, 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 we've gotten to the point now where, at least in Champions League, um. And in some of the other leagues, depending on the slate, uh, the, the forward midfield designation is kind of not as important as it once was. Mm-hmm. Um, so Seva being 4,200 and forward eligible at one point, you know, on certain slates, you might be like, oh man, I got a, I got a good guy with a, you know, four cross floor that is cheap that I can slot in at forward so I can play three big midfielders. Uh, th- that scenario doesn't really exist here as much. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm surprised that you're such an Olympiacos believer. Is it more that you're pro Olympiacos, or you're just not as impressed with sports? No, I just think that it's more of like a Europa style match, and there's rarely like a team that just blows the other team off the field. Right. And uh, I think you know these these guys know that they're kind of the the dregs of Champions League and. Olympiacos won't be as intimidated as when they're facing Barcelona, uh, Barcelona, Juventus. Right. Okay. They're 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 very cheap. They are. They're, they're priced almost the same as they would be against Barcelona or Juventus. So um, there's got to be some value there, and they could score. They could. They could. I believe. Uh... Sporting's down at least one starting center back and a full back. So, yeah, that certainly works in their favor. Olympiacos's favor, that is. Well, and it's, it's also it's it's the game literally does not matter because Sporting is three points ahead of them, and I think they're. I mean, it's almost impossible from the turnaround goal differential, right? I think they're are they three or four points ahead of them. I don't know. Uh, right, and one of them, the next match is against either Barcelona or Juventus. Yeah, like Olympiacos can't even get to Europa League, so um, no, they're, they're, sitting, they're three back right? right now. Yeah, but what's the goal differential? Uh, they're four back in goal differential, but if they win, they move a you know level. Okay. Right, and I guess they, both games could get ugly the last week. Yeah, never know. Okay, I guess it's not official then. Well, regardless, it's ugly, regardless, I don't think it's going to be. I don't think it's going to be a very tight game, so there could be goals in it. I mean, right. like Sevilla, Liverpool style. Sporting have a chance, though. I mean, they're Bad. they're three points back of Juventus and only one goal in differential. If Barcelona Sweet. wins, yeah, then they're level. And That's if Sporting fair. wins, they probably move ahead of Juventus unless it's yeah. one nothing. All right, so I guess it matters to them. Well. I still think there could be goals. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, before we move on to another uh, game, just a quick uh, message from our sponsors. Do you want to win prizes by following your favorite sports? Do you think you can pick a better team than the pros? Then PlayUp is the place for you. PlayUp offers free daily fantasy sports across the Premier League, NFL, NBA, and more. All you have to do is choose a challenge, select your players while remaining under the salary cap, and then watch their real-life actions rack up points on the live leaderboard. 
better your team does, the more prize money you win, so keep entering challenges across the season to make your way up the ultimate champion leaderboard where sports fans from across the globe compete to determine who has the greatest sporting knowledge. There are always games on, and once you build up your digital wallet, you can enter Platinum Challenges, which are higher risk but offer much higher rewards. So what are you waiting for? Get to PlayUp.com for the most realistic daily fantasy experience across all of your favorite sports. We talked about Bayern, excuse me, Bayern, Barcelona and Juventus just before. Let's dive into them. Messi, 11100 A little expensive playing uh, at Juventus. Um uh, is at 84 and we'll probably be splitting set pieces with Pjanic. Uh, Iguain is there at... Uh, now i got to scroll to find Iguain. There he is, 7,200. That seems pretty cheap. What do you think about this game? Um, I kind of suspect it will be on the tighter side, mm-hmm. at least in terms of uh, in goals and in fantasy points and... Largely disinterested in it. Okay. Uh, that said, Messi has been just playing on another level. Um, so he's he's definitely got a higher floor than anybody else outside of Neymar. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I mean, I'll, I'll I'll take a long look at that. Hmm. Anybody from Juventus? Uh, Dybala. I probably wouldn't take Pjanic. I don't think that they'll have enough of the ball for him to get the frequency to pay that off. Yeah. Um, Sandra's been quiet this year. Yep. Quieter. I struggle uh, to yeah. get anybody here that I really like, other than Messi, and I'm not sure I'm ready yeah. to pay that for Messi yet. Yeah, they're just they're just not they're not that high. I mean. Barcelona anywhere is just not as attractive a match as, you know, getting Celtic or right. Anderlecht. So uh, I don't see I don't see paying up for somebody else not making sense in this game. Except Messi and just because he's Messi. Right. It doesn't really matter who he's playing. I feel kind of the same way about Roma at Atletico, except there's no Messi to pay up for in that game. Yeah. Um... Yeah, the, the I mean Atletico is is all but out of it. Yep. I mean, they they would need to like beat Roma by five or something, and then um, Chelsea would have to draw Carabag or right. it's like nearly impossible. They can't catch Roma. I know that much. Um, and I think they can kind of ch- catch Chelsea, but Chelsea would have to lose to Carabag, and that's not going to happen. So they're five up. Roma's five up on Atletico. So. Right, and Roma's got Carabag next. I would right, right. So it's all it, it's all but over. <laughs> um, and Roma doesn't really know how to chill. Right. So I think this is going to be more interesting. Atletico gives up a lot of crosses because they usually see possession to the other side. So I think quietly, I would look at some Roma players here, mm. um, not in cash. Just because you don't know how the, the possession is going to kind of play out, mm-hmm. and you don't know, you don't know how often Atletico is going to just kick it off the pitch and stall things out for a minute because they're up a goal or something. Um, but Kolarov, Florenzi, maybe Perotti, maybe maybe Jacko if you want to get a little crazy. Um, I think the, I think in, in like the largest field GBPs, those are really. Uh, interesting plays. Mm-hmm. Sounded like a lot more names for the away side there. Well, I think those are. I mean, I think they'll be like literally a couple percent max, mm-hmm. um, and I think they're sneaky here. Um, yeah, no, Griezmann. Griezmann. Mm, it's tough, tough to get past a lot. Koke <laughs> just Koke doesn't do it for me. No, and Koke returning kills Gabby. Yeah. Uh, yeah. At least for me. Poor one out for Gabby. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What? I mean, he came through well enough last yeah, he time. Yeah, absolutely. He he certainly wasn't the reason I lost. That was Kuzawa and some other bad decisions. Mm. Um. 
Yeah, that game is pretty unexciting mm-hmm. overall. We've kind of already covered the good stuff. Right. I looked at those games, yeah, like I said, exactly the same, except one has Messi in it, and you don't necessarily have to play Messi. Yeah. Uh, so the last game is Manchester United at Basel. We've got Lukaku at 9,200, which is a little cheaper than the PSG, Bayern, and Messi guys. Uh, is a little more expensive than Juventus. But after Lukaku, it's like we don't really know. I assume Daly Blind will be on corners if he starts, but he might not. And who knows what the midfield looks like. Lingard is apparently in line for a start, but... He's Jesse Lingard. Uh, Mkhitaryan looks like he's toast, so I guess it's possible. I guess Lingard takes either Rashford or Martial's spot if he starts yeah, Mc, up front. I mean, Mkhitaryan could play here too because he's toast. Uh, fair, fair. I mean, they've, they've all but clinched the group, right? So this yes. is kind of like a Europa match more than it is a Champions League match. Manchester United take Europa matches very seriously. <laughs> Yeah, it worked. Out, it actually worked out well for them. Right. So we're t- that's, that's why we're talking about yeah. them. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, so, but Basel really need this one. Uh, or at least, I mean, a draw would go a, a draw would go a long way. Here. Mm-hmm. Um, and they'll, I mean, they'll know the result of the Cheska match. Right. Um. Yeah, I, it's just. Because Mourinho hasn't clinched yet, he's going to make sure he clinches here, I think. Like, like Basel would be in so much better shape if they had just officially already sealed it. But with goal differential, it always takes a little longer. Right. Hmm. At least technically, if not practically. <laughs> so where do you go for United then? Um... I don't know. I, I, I Is think... it weird to like be perfectly content feeding the entire team, even though they're such big favorites and probably score on Basel? Yeah, I, and, and this goes back to you know where I used to feel pretty comfortable fading a lot of Premier League teams in Champions League because they tended to underperform relative, <laughs> right. well, re- well, relative to expectations, but mm-hmm. also on top of that. Um, you know, most of the odds that we get uh, originate in Europe and are probably in, in you know, England or Scotland. And there's that bias yep. on top of it where they, you know, sort of like the Notre Dame bias in college football and, you know, the Cubs and, and baseball where they just know that some people are going to bet on them and it doesn't matter. Like they could put out just a completely fake line and and people would bet on them. Mm-hmm. Uh, like United minus nine goals tomorrow. Like somebody's going to bet on that. <laughs> because why not? Because why not, right. Um, so, but, but if you have done that all this Champions League, and I certainly learned quickly, uh, or was made to learn quickly, is, you know, Liverpool today is scoring three goals on Sevilla. They then, you know, allowed three, but... Most of the teams have overperformed. I think all five teams are, are highly, highly favored to go through to the second round. I think maybe Liverpool is just about the only one that hasn't completely clinched yet, and may, they may have, or they're darn close. Um, they are very close, yeah. So I, I, I just I don't I don't I'm reminding myself not to completely underestimate the odds, um, just because they've been meeting and are exceeding them. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is a long way to say that, yeah, Mikita Ryan, if he's clearly on sets, uh, you know, is trying to play back into Mourinho's good graces. So that's good motivation. Um, whoever plays out on the wings, Martial, Lingard, Rashford, I think are, are decent plays with decent floors. Um, I probably shy away from Lukaku, but that's, that's kind of my fatal flaw. So. <laughs> okay. Anybody on the Basel side? Uh, probably not, though. Their uh, their wingbacks, I think, are going to be priced favorably, and 
uh, United away where a, a draw is perfectly fine and they're going to play Mourinho ball potentially. You know, that's certainly one way this match could go. Um, they could get some crosses in and have a decent amount of the ball. So uh, I don't I don't think they're bad. I, I, I think they're just kind of, you're just not going to end up there. Right. Yeah. All right. I get it. Pick them. Oh uh, yeah, let's do it. Did I have the last, the first pick last time, or did you? Um, I give you the first pick every time. Oh, even better. Uh, I don't think that's least. right. We'll keep doing it. I think I beat you last time again, right? Uh, I believe so, but I don't think I've had the first pick every time. Uh, you know you have. We don't have to argue about it, though. <laughs> I'm not gonna go back and listen to past podcasts to figure it out. <laughs> um, all right, we we have Messi in tier right, one pull it up here which is fun but i'm not going to take messy in tier one i'm going to take Lewandowski. so neymar was in a tier of his own correct that's crazy so you're taking wow okay so you're taking Lewandowski. i'll take cavani mm-hmm. that's oh, uh, wow. so so it's a double double messy fade yeah, I think so. Okay. Which I guess if I'm doing it, uh, I guess that's not the right play because if, <laughs> cause if if I'm saying to play Messi potentially in cash over Cavani, then I certainly should take uh, Messi over Cavani head to head. When I don't even have to pay more for him. See, pick him makes you do some crazy things here, Tom. No, it just reminds you. It reminds you that that I actually like Cavani. But maybe I maybe I like Cavani more than I I thought I did. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. And that, that really that really cycles back to the start of the uh, the show. That's right. That. Perfect. Um. All right. Well, for that in that case, I'm going to take Messi. Oh, after all that. Yeah. Okay. So I think well, that's that's against the instinct that I just had, but it's the right play, I okay. believe. So that means neither of us are taking Cavani or Mbappe. Yeah. We realize we've done a very poor job of actually saying who's in each tier as we're oh, right. debating them. Yeah, we were going to learn that. Okay. All right. So, so tier two uh, is yours. I'm first. I will first. I'll read off the names in tier two: Dybala, Lukaku, Robin, Griezmann, Di Maria, James, and Muller. Uh, he's out, I believe. He's out. Yes. Um. I don't like this. Tier. I I will take. James and just uh, leave you hanging. <laughs> the only guy I wanted from this one. Um, ugh. I'll take Di Maria knowing I'll have to make a new decision tomorrow. <laughs> That's a, the beauty of, of going second. So you, yeah. can, you can play that strategy. And then what a, what, a, what a coup that would be if you get a starting Di Maria. That would be nice. That would be nice. All right. Tier three is Kimmich, Dzeko, Pogba, Suarez, Rashford, Mkhitaryan, Martial, and Lucas Mora, who I believe was left home. Um, hmm. I mean, we kept talking about Kimmich, and if price didn't matter, I'm still not sure. I really... Uh, I'll still take Kimmich out of this group, but the Martial Rashford possibility was another one, but I'll take Kimmich. Yeah, that's. I think that that brings in going second again and uh, having the upside of either Rashford or Martial. Um. So yeah, I'll take uh, I'll take Martial, assuming he's starting, and then see what happens. See mm-hmm. where I get to go from there. Um, when was the last time? Um, or did you play Martial last weekend? Uh, I did on like a GPP team or two. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I played Rashford over him, and I didn't play two United forwards though. Right. That would have worked out. Yeah. Feels like it's been a while since I've won any money with Anthony Martial. <laughs> yeah, he's certainly not running as hot as he was uh, early in the year. Mm-hmm. So I, I still think he's pretty good. I mean, he scored last match. Yep. Yep. Um. Yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine with him there. Okay. 
You have a defender, so whatever. <laughs> we really considering Joshua can make a defender. Come on. Yeah, that's true. Um, all right, tier four. Um, and be careful not to do this in the Premier League uh, with with Jordan because he can't pronounce these names. So you had to rattle them all off like repeatedly. <laughs> That Maybe I get, should do it then. That, that could be funny. That could yeah. be its own show. Right. Um, I'm I'm scared for myself for <laughs> tier five actually. I, mean, I know now now now, now speak now considering I don't actually speak these languages it'll be <laughs> more embarrassing. Um, so we got Iguain, Alcacer, Alves, Alcantara, uh, Ferrer, Carrasco, De La Feu, Draxler, Dost, and Vidal. Um, Hmm. I guess I guess Alves is is the call here. Hmm. Well, he's a safer consi- one, I'm sure. Yes. Yeah. Be, considering that response, I think you're happy with your decision here. No, so. no. Um, <laughs> if you're that surprised, <laughs> <I'm joking. laughs> no, he's definitely the call. Um, I guess. Like, ugh, I'm not playing Iguain. And literally everybody else might not start except Dost, <laughs> um, which is actually kind of impressive how many guys they have here that may not start. I guess Carrasco is definitely going to start, but uh, I'm going to take Dost. Okay. Mostly because you made some comment earlier how you think a Dost hat trick is going to beat you tomorrow. Oh, absolutely, no doubt. Um, why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you go after like De La Feu? Um. Since, since you expect them to be on the bench, and if he played and started, De La Feu is, I mean, he's he crosses constantly. Um, I mean, maybe Juventus. I'm not sure in that game, yeah. Remember when we said we used to talk trash about De La Feu? When we literally t- said we don't <laughs> like have to talk about him. And then two games in a row, I think he had like... He had 14 crosses or something? In like, yeah, in like 40 minutes or yep. something. Yep. Oh, that's right. He went. Did he go off? He went off or something like that. Yeah. 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 Um, no, I'm good. I'm going to take the goal dependent <laughs> forward from Lisbon. He's not even from Lisbon, but no, 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 don't, mind, don't mind me. I'm all set. I'm That's all set over here. <laughs> and you're giving me crap for taking a defender in tier three. And here you are with Danny Alves. All right. I mean, well, you ended up with Baz does. I think, I think that's like a, a Trojan horse. <laughs> um, there are a lot of guys who are out on this. Uh, oh, man. So I'm actually going to skip those guys and just talk to the ones who are actually going or could play. So okay. we have Perotti, El Sharway, Coman, your boy Martins. That is Douglas Costa, Bernardeschi, and that's probably the only ones who are going to play. Gamero should start. Gamero should start. You're right. And I, might start. I don't know who this Pantovich guy is. Somehow they've included That's shocking. Him. Why is he even there? He's literally not played this entire season. <laughs> All right. Um, that's just that's pick them. Just gotta give give people options. Right. Yeah. yeah exactly. Um, I have a feeling you're definitely taking Coman. Um, but I'm gonna take Perotti. Really? Yeah. Cool. So you can take Coman, well, and then when he doesn't start, you can figure out who. And if you're taking Perotti, then I can pretty much take any of these guys and, and literally any of them. Yeah, that's kind no, of Pjanic a, is there. Perotti's a weird one. I, I, I think I brainwashed you by talking about Roma earlier. I just think they're going to come out. I mean, like you said, they how don't know how take, to not, like, just. I know, but how can you take Perotti at Atletico over Coman? Like, do you hate Coman that much? Um, I just don't. I, I don't see anything more than three crosses and a goal dependent player. Mm, okay. I guess I guess just knowing him and going back further, like he can be a lot more prolific than three crosses. Yeah, I'm sure he can. I mean, I just don't. I'd like to see it a little more. Okay. Um. All right. Well, fine. I'll take Coman. Yeah. All right. Last tier: Kolarov, <laughs> Kurzawa, Blind, Quadrado, Koke, Bruno. Angel Carrera, uh, Manzukic, Vieto, and Bruno Cesar. Um, I already know you're gonna you're gonna just try to beat me with Kurzawa, just, <laughs> just some sort of PTSD thing. Uh, um, I wouldn't do that. <laughs> should. 
I kind of like Bruno Fernandez yeah, here. Yeah, that's definitely the call. Seems like the best combo of, of floor and ceiling. I agree with you on that one. Um, does that lock me into Kurzawa now? I, I kind of like Kolarov, actually. I don't think he's a right. I think, yeah, I think Kolarov is, is yeah. a considerably better play yeah. than... I'm going to take Kolarov, so now I have a full Roma stack. <laughs> You're just so... The Roma stack, man. I didn't know. I didn't know how badly I was setting you up when we were going through the Roma. Seriously, match, I, I, I was just I was trapping you. I walked right into it. Somehow I ended up with a Roma stack. Uh, you took Coman, which me taking Lewandowski and Kimmich <laughs> ensures that Coman st- scores. And the only PSG I have is Di Maria, who's not going to start. Yeah. Yeah, that you're pretty bad at picking. That hat trick is gonna. That's gonna pay off for me. <laughs> Uh, you're. It, I think this pickup is a bad setup for you because I feel like you have so much bias that it just just becomes the when it's like really like you pin pit them against each other. You just you can't take it. Right, and the the salaries that allow really me to not consider. You. Well, no, they actually yeah. remind me, like I don't even have to think of two different guys together because I'm like, oh, this guy's uh, so much more expensive. Right, right, right. But right. now it's like, oh, these two guys alone price no prices i was like oh this guy stinks that's how i think uh, oh well yeah all right Should that's be- all we got uh, if anybody wants to follow it up with us we are both uh usually available in the rotowire slack chat me much more than tom since i work for rotowire uh if you'd like to get in on that just email me andrew at rotowire.com tom's a twitter lurker so i won't even share his t- twitter handle so because nobody will find him anywhere. man that- Sounds pretty creepy. <laughs> thank you to our sponsors, PlayUp, for sponsoring the podcast. Tom, thank you for all of that. And good luck tomorrow. Hey, thanks, man. Happy Thanksgiving. Yeah, you as well. Thank you for listening to the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. For more great content, visit rotowire.com slash soccer. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, the trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.